remember growing up in South Georgia, a friend of mine down the street, a kid named Larry, had the biggest record collection I've ever seen, to this day the biggest record collection I've ever seen, 33s and 45s and whatever came before, 78s or whatever. A disproportionate number of those records were Bill Anderson records, Whispering Bill Anderson, my first exposure uh, to Bill Anderson as a kid down there, listening to WLOR radio in Thomasville, and it seems like every other song was a Bill Anderson song, all the TV shows, the hee-haws and the Grand Ole Opry and all that stuff. And here we are joined now by Bill Anderson, Country Music Hall of Famer and WGAU alum Bill Anderson. We'll get to that story this morning. Bill Anderson, thanks for your time this morning well good to talk to you Tim and I don't know Larry but uh, I'm sure glad he had some of my records I wondered <laughs> if anybody down there ever had one he, he, he put a little money in your pocket uh, he did indeed <laughs> back in the day listen I, I looked it up before we got started here uh, the, the driving distance between commerce and Nashville is about 300 miles I don't know it must have seemed like in some respects a million miles and, and looking back on it though now the better part of a lifetime to look back on it, is it that big a step from commerce to Nashville or do we we sometimes blow all that out of proportion. Well, Nashville was always my ultimate goal. I truthfully and honestly, as a 17, 18-year-old kid in commerce, I never thought that Nashville was a reality for Bill Anderson. I thought, well, it's just a pipe dream, you know, but things fell into place and happened, and I think it was what the good Lord wanted to have me do with my life. And so, yeah, it was a lot of miles uh, physically, and it was an awful lot of miles culturally, you know, with mm -hmm. the, the music business and all being headquartered in Nashville. But I've got wonderful memories of my days in northeast Georgia and uh, wouldn't take anything for being able to say that that's where it all got started. Now, a series of shows coming up, and we'll get these dates out to you, a series of shows coming up in northeast Georgia in the next few weeks, Tacoa, Elberton, Social Circle, and a special event in commerce as well, uh, back to the hometown there, and handing out a scholarship uh, later this month, the 22nd of this month in commerce. Tell us about that. Well, for about 10 years, starting in 1997, I think it was, and running through 2007, uh, we had a series of shows in Commerce called the City Lights Festivals, that named after the song that I wrote in Commerce that kind of jump-started my career. And we were able to keep the money from those festivals. The reason I agreed to do the festivals was keep the money in Commerce in Jackson County and uh, in northeast Georgia. And we were able to help fund the Performing Arts Center that is now open in the Commerce High School. And they were very gracious and named it after me. But we had a little money left over, and uh, I wanted to do something that would kind of perpetuate what we had started there. We couldn't continue the festivals. It just became uh, more than we were able to handle. But in order to kind of keep our, our hand in it and all down there, I thought what a wonderful thing it would be if we could take some of the money that, that the people helped us raise and put it back into the community and particularly into the young people. And we established a Bill Anderson College scholarship at uh, Commerce High School. And every year since 2012, we have given out this scholarship to a deserving student that uh, that is chosen there at the school. I don't have anything to do with choosing the person, but I have never been able to physically be there myself mm. and hand out the scholarship. I've corresponded with the various winners and things over the years, but this year I marked it off on my calendar and I said, I'm coming down there <laughs> and I'm going to be there 
and I will talk to the kids, and I'm going to hand out the scholarship myself and just uh, do a little more of a hands-on thing. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's a, it's a very special thing in my life to be able to do this for the kids there. And uh, hopefully uh, I'm sure they'll choose a good one this year, and I'll get the chance to uh, present it to them. That's, uh, that's Wednesday, next Wednesday, up there in Commerce, Commerce High School. Bill Anderson here with us another few minutes here. Uh, yeah, I teased that story a moment ago. and it, Listen, it is a legendary story around here. Uh, 50% of the people in this conversation have yet to be fired from WGAU. Bill Anderson was back in the day. What is that? <laughs> what is that story? <laughs> Well, uh, I've had a lot of fun with that story over the years, as did uh, the man who fired me, the great uh, late Mr. H. Randolph Holder, who was a, a legend there in uh, Athens and northeast Georgia as a newscaster and, and broadcaster. Mr. Holder, uh, when he bought WGAU, he had been at WRFC across town, and when he came over to WGAU, I was on the staff there and worked and hadn't been there but about six weeks. And, of course, I wanted to play country music on the radio, and he let me know real quick that WGAU, under his ownership, was not going to be a country music station. And it's uh, kind of a long story, but one night I did exactly what I was instructed to do. We were broadcasting a baseball game, and it rained, and the game was called on account of rain. And my instructions were to put up whatever was being broadcast on the CBS radio network, if the game got rained out, and it just so happened that when the rains came, the Louisiana Hayride, which is kind of a show like the Grand Ole Opry, right. was being on CBS radio. I put it on the air, and Mr. Holder called me up and fired me, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, he said, we are not going to play country music on our station. But he did it in, in a wonderfully nice way. Yes, he helped me get a job in commerce at the station there that was about to sign on the air. And uh, of course, uh, I, I had uh, some big, uh, some big moments in commerce, and kind of where my whole career got jump started. So, Mr. Holder broke my heart and did me the biggest favor anybody's <laughs> ever done me all at the same time. Bill Anderson, another couple of minutes here. Listen, I have this running debate with with folks about the state of country music today, and I don't, I generally don't know where you are on this. Uh, there, you hear this talk all the time about this so-called new wave of country music and people name names and the Luke Bryans and the Florida Georgia Lions and some of these folks and there there tend to be two camps here the people who love that stuff and the people who love the quote-unquote traditional stuff my position is and then we'll get yours I, I, I always point out to these people that there was a time these people are now criticizing this new country music give me Johnny Cash give me Waylon Jennings wasn't there a time when people said exactly the same thing about them well, certainly, and, and about me and my generation in the early 60s, because when I came to town, country music had been uh, Roy Acuff and, and, of course, Bill Monroe with bluegrass music, and, and they sang about train wrecks and mine disasters and things. And when we came up here, and uh, I say we, and I'm talking to myself and Roger Miller and Mel Tillis and Tom T. Hall and Willie Nelson, and those of us that came in writing a different type of country song. I'm sure some of the old-time uh, lovers of what we today probably refer to as hillbilly music, they thought we were ruining it. And then, you know, there have been several waves that have come up over the years uh, where, you know, we've thought, uh, well, golly, these people are ruining it. But the only thing constant about music is it's constantly changing, and it's always going to change. And just because there's something new doesn't mean we have to let go of something old. You don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But um, 
there there are people that that say, well, uh, maybe that music's all right, but they shouldn't call it country. Maybe they should call it something else, referring to uh, the Luke Bryans and Florida Georgia lines that you're talking about. You know, I, I come down kind of on both sides of it. I've told people all through the years, I don't think there's but two kinds of music, and that's good and bad. Yeah. And <laughs> I've made some of both. <laughs> Bill Anderson. So, I mean, people have got to do what people are going to do, you yeah. know. Uh, a lot more good music than bad over the years, and that is for sure. Bill Anderson, again, a series of concerts, and we'll get those dates out to you, Tacoa, Elberton, Social Circle, and the event next Wednesday at Commerce High School, handing out the scholarship. Been given out for years and able to be there for the first time himself next Wednesday. Bill Anderson, an honor talking to you. Best of luck moving forward. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Good talking to you, and my best to everybody in northeast Georgia, and go dogs.